Hey there, toy fans. Welcome to the first official Open Your Toys cast. I am Jason, a.k.a. Slick McFavorite. And I'm Jessica, a.k.a. Mrs. McFavorite. This is the official podcast of OpenYourToys.com, the site dedicated to the four greatest action figure franchises of the 80s in all time. And those would be... Star Wars, Transformers, G.I. Joe, and Masters of the Universe. That's exactly right. And of those four, Mrs. McFavorite, which ones do you like? I enjoy Star Wars quite a bit, and I do enjoy Transformers only when it's related to the movie. (laughs) I was going to say, that's a new thing since the movie. But uh, uh, we are basically a husband and wife team that are essentially toy fanatics. Most of our house looks like a Toys R Us to Mrs. McFavorite favorites dismay sometimes uh but besides those four franchises we do definitely collect other toys uh what are some of your favorites miss mcfavorite i like the mcfarlane line mcfarlane's one of my favorite toy people (laughs) um my favorite line right now is the fantasy collection it's and his dragons are actually incredible too yeah yeah, no, no sports figures that McFarland's really known for. Sorry, I don't do sports. <laughs> I really want to. I would get along with, or not get along, but have a lot more in common with the people I work with, have a lot more to talk to them about, but I just can't get into sports. I tried. And while I'm a huge sports fan, uh, there's no reason to collect little statues of sports figures, in my opinion. I'm much too busy collecting sci-fi stuff like Lego Bionicle, uh, Spawn. Not that that's really sci-fi, but you get the picture. So on with the show. Uh, You can contact us by going to OpenYourToys.com and leaving a message on our blog there. Or you can always email me at Slick at OpenYourToys.com. Or you can reach me at themrs at openyourtoys.com. So we're going to go ahead and talk about what we're drinking tonight. What are you drinking, Mrs. McFavorite? The wonderful, wonderful yellow number fived up Sparks Alcohol Energy Drink. And might I add that maybe some people might get the energy from it, but it just gets me drunk and makes me fall asleep. (laughs) Mrs. McFavorite is a little immune to caffeine, so. Um, and I am drinking Paul Lahner. Paul Lehner. Paul Lehner. Is that from your dad? That would be German. Well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mrs. McFavorite is 100% German, so um, I am drinking Paul Lehner Oktoberfest Marzen, which is an amber beer. And I'm not sure what the Marzen has to do with, but it's pretty good. It's a little darker than I like. Uh, It's pretty hoppy, but uh, good, all the same. So now that all the uncomfortable, awkward small talk is over, let's go ahead and jump right into the toy news. Uh, First segment is going to be our rumors segment. So none of these have had official releases from uh, the companies, which are essentially Hasbro. Um, but our first one is Masterpiece number 13, Grimlock. Um, if you've been following the Masterpiece line, it is a Transformers line 
that they take some of the favorite characters, uh, some of the more notable characters have been Optimus Prime, Megatron. Uh, they've done all three Seekers now. Uh, Ultra Magnus, of course, the repaint of Optimus Prime. And they are ultra-detailed G1-specific robot designs that are very intricate and transform into a very intricate version of their alt modes. So, with that said, they're very expensive. The U.S. has seen a couple uh, inexpensive releases. The uh, 25th anniversary or 25th, 20th anniversary Prime, uh, which used to be displayed front and center here in our living room. And I got that for him for Christmas. Thank you very much. And the other U.S. release that we've seen here is a non-die-cast Starscream masterpiece, which Mrs. McFavorite was supposed to get me for Christmas. But I forgot. <laughs> and luckily I found it uh, at an odd Walmart just months after it had been out of all the stores. So He says that as if Walmarts aren't odd. <laughs> Uh, right now, those U.S. release uh, Masterpiece Star Screams are going upwards of, of um, 100 to 120 bucks on eBay. Good God. So, uh, Masterpiece Grimlock, I am juiced. Uh, Dinobots have always been one of my favorite G1 incarnations. Uh, can't beat dinosaurs and robots. I just, there's... Doesn't seem to be a more better combination to me. He likes dinosaurs. <laughs> and he likes robots. <laughs> so um, there's absolutely no proof of this. This was just a random post on one of the boards um, saying that, hey, it's coming out. Here's when it's going to be released. And they said sometime in March. Uh, and they said it was going to be uh, something like 13,000 yen, which works out to be like uh, 130 bucks U.S. <laughs> so, and that's just its that's just its going price. That doesn't count what it's going to cost to import it um, and all the duties and taxes and blah, 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 blah. Uh, that's why that's the whole, I only own U.S. releases of the Masterpiece line. Hater. <laughs> um, next up is something else that's got me very excited uh, as you may have heard from the last episode I'm a combiners junkie and looks like they'll be re-releasing the Bruticus Maximus uh, combiner set and from the instructions we've been seeing it looks like it's going to be a uh, gift set in the 25th anniversary universe line. So I'll be really hyped to see whether they put some G1 uh, paint styling to the figures. Um, next up, uh, TFW learns the next two Transformers Henkei releases will be Hound and Cheetor, or because they're Henkei, Cheetahs. Uh, Hound is essentially the G1 Jeep, and Cheetor, Cheetor is from Beast Wars. And I'll give you one guess what Cheetor is. Uh, cheetah. Way to go. Uh, Miss McFavorite has actually got me a Hound. She got me the Hound release um, in the Binaltech line, um, the, essentially the green Wrangler Jeep. Oh, 
okay, I remember that now. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, those are looked to be released on December 27th, but that seems pretty soon. But again, all of these are just kind of rumors. Uh, no official releases, but um, I think I just saw yesterday that uh, one of the sites are taking pre-orders for them. So they must obviously be confirmed to a certain point. My question is, is what is Cheetor? Because I was looking at the picture. I mean, I'm sorry. Cheetor is obviously a cheetah. But what is its vehicle? Because they didn't show a picture of it, and I couldn't figure it out. He has a big cheetah on his chest, and I thought that was rather gay. <laughs> uh, Cheetor is from the subline Beast Wars, which was... Uh, oh, so he's originally a cheetah that turns into a man. Yep. Okay. All right, and so (laughs) next up here, we have got the Clone Wars and Legacy Vehicles. Uh, These are vehicles rumored for the three and three quarter line. Uh, First up is the Clone Turbo Tank, which I would be super excited about. It's the big uh, eight to ten wheels, I'm not quite sure, uh, all-terrain tank that you saw in Revenge of the Sith for a few seconds. Um, also got the Magna Guard fighter from Revenge of the Sith. This was actually confirmed at San Diego Comic-Con, so we know we're getting that. The Republic tank fighter from the Clone Wars. This was probably most highly featured in the Clone Wars, the video game for PS2, which it was the main vehicle in that video game. Uh, you got the Confederacy tank droid which I'm not actually sure what this is. It says it's from the Revenge of the Sith, but I don't actually remember it being in the series, or in the movie, I should say. Um, Wedge Antilles Red 2 X-Wing Fighter with Wedge. So that'll... Ooh, Wedge. All right. <laughs> that'll probably be a new sculpt of Wedge, um, but probably just another remold uh, or uh, another uh, repaint of that X-Wing Fighter. And let's see, and on the land-based transportation side, uh, the more living, uh, we're going to get, or supposedly, going to get a Volution Gelagrub, and I have no idea what that is, and a Mustafar Lava Flea. And And they're both from Revenge of the Sith, and we're all supposed to remember them because, you know, they have names. (laughs) But we don't remember them, and we haven't taken the time to look them up because they are just rumors, and we don't care at this point. So, all right, moving on. Now to things that are not rumors. These either have physical proof that they do exist and or they've been officially announced. Uh, First up is going to be the New Hope Space Trooper. Um, this was another one that I actually have never seen in the movie. There's been lots of podcasts that say that it exists, and a few of them have actually pointed out the scene that it's in. Um, from what I remember, it's actually in a scene from when the Millennium Falcon is being taken into the Death Star by a tractor beam. Uh, one of these or two of these guys are on the outside as the doors are opening. Um, so it looks kind of cool. Essentially, it looks like just another uh, Stormtrooper repack with a few extra accessories. 
it looks like it's got a jet pack, a helmet, which it has a hose, so I'm not sure if the hose actually connects to the helmet or... I read something about it, it like, oh, does it, I think it's like connects to the back or something like that. Okay. And somebody in this blog was all excited about how the hose was and they had exclamation marks and everything. They were really happy about the hose. The mold's really not all that bad. I. That's one of my big things about when you come to the actual heads, uh, some of the molds are really half-assed or real choppy or real... I don't know. It looks like somebody sneezed when they were making it. Um, this mold looks really good. I kind of like it because, you know, it's not the Luke face or the Han face or any other face that you would normally see. It's something completely different, and it really did take me a minute to figure out that this was what they were talking about. <laughs> but I, I like it. It's it's a really cool mold. I like the back. Uh, I'm sorry, the backpack and everything like that. He looks like he's on a mission. <laughs> I don't yeah. like the little head scully thing, though. It, I think that's the only thing that I don't like. He's got fangs. <laughs> it's kind of gay. Yeah, and it, it comes with the standard Stormtrooper uh, blaster pistol rifle thing, but then it's also got a larger gun that's really cool. It actually even has like an Imperial emblem on its stock. Which uh, the stock looks like it's made of wood, and I'm not quite sure how they would have wood um, in space like that. But hey, and I think I even read somewhere in that same vlog that that handle on the bigger gun moves. They were really excited about that too. All right, uh, and lastly for our toy news, Encore number 13 and 14 are announced. This 13 and 14 will be Trailbreaker and Hoist, which uh, these again are throwbacks to G1, of course, since they're Encore. Um, but they're essentially the exact same character. I was going to say something about that. I was actually like, what? When I saw the pictures, I'm like, really? You just had to make more money by changing the paint color and changing the name. It's really kind of stupid. Although the cap on, uh, who is this, the green one, Hoist? Hoist. Is not an actual, like, Toyota cab, cap, or I'm sorry, uh, capper, or topper. Sorry, topper, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's some other thing that I really can't tell what it is, but that's about the only difference other than the paint. Well, this says that it's uh, radar, and those are radar panels. Uh-huh. But, yeah, it's essentially the <laughs> same pickup mold with different toppers. Um, Hoist has a little missile that goes in his hand from the cartoon as opposed to two fists. But, uh, you know, one or the other might have been cool, but releasing them both at the same time since they're essentially the same mold it's not He's, a very good move. Yeah. Or, and I actually kind of felt sorry for, what is his name, Trailblazer? Uh, which one? Not Hoist, the other one. Trailblazer. Yep. Trailblazer. If you read his little, or like... Or Trailbreaker, sorry. Trailbreaker. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm bad with names. Um, his little bio story, I felt so bad for him. He's so hard on himself. He's got low self-esteem. <laughs> <laughs> 
And sorry, that actually wasn't our uh, last little bit of uh, toy news here. Our last bit is heman.org posts its WTF WTK uh, with Mattel's Toy Guru. And if you remember from our last episode, Mattel's Toy Guru is essentially their main man in charge. Real quick, real quick, real quick. What does WTFWTK mean for those who don't follow He-Man? Or letters that mean things. Well, I, I started off thinking that this had to be something like what the fuck WT and then WTK meant something, but it actually means... Oh, it doesn't? <laughs> it actually means what the fans want to know. Aw. So, again, it's it's the same thing that Hasbro's been doing with their Star Wars, G.I. Joe, and now Transformer lines, uh, where you can, uh, where He-Man.org did a little quick interview with the toy guru and let him know some information about the upcoming, upcoming line. So if you want to read that whole thing, there, there wasn't anything really breaking. A lot of, are we going to get this? Are we going to get that? How do you decide this? How do you decide that? But you can go to He-Man. That's he-man.org to take a look at that. Now from Kenner's Star Wars collection, it's the Patrol Dubak action figures sold separately. Let's find the droids, Dubak. Hi, R2. You can imagine you're a stormtrooper on the Patrol Dubak, searching for R2-D2 and C-3PO. Look both ways, Dubak. By moving his tail, you can make Dubak's head turn left and right. You can move his legs, too. He found us. Good work, Dubak. The new Star Wars Patrol Dubak from the Star Wars collection. Action figures each sold separately by Kenner. All right, now we're moving on to store reports. And first up with store reports is sightings. Um, these first few are ones that we actually saw. Uh, the first one that we were very juiced to see, well, I'm not a huge fan of the complete line. I'm definitely doing the uh, clones at least. And that is the Clone Wars Mighty Mugs. Uh, ones we actually got to see were Asajj Ventress, Captain Ooh. Rex, and Count Dooku. <laughs> I'm loving the Asajj Ventress. She's fucking awesome. She's one of my favorite Sith bitches of all time. And I'm definitely digging on the Rex. I've got uh, the Stormtrooper, the Commander Cody, the Gree, and definitely happy to be making Captain Rex part of my Mighty Mug clone family. Uh, next up, we have got the Walmart-exclusive Legacy A-Wing, and this is essentially just another repack of an old mold, uh, but just with a slightly new deco and a new cockpit, so not a complete repack. Um, and it also has an exclusive Arvel Crynid. I don't know. What do you say? Crinid. What? I don't know. <laughs> With a removable helmet. Uh, this is essentially the A-Wing that crashed into the Super Star Destroyer during the Battle of Endor. Just in case if you know you remember that second for second. <laughs> 
So and the other Walmart exclusive that we got to see was the Clone Wars Republic gunship. And while I am a huge gunship fanatic, I don't know if I'll be picking this one up. This one has the uh, has the new kind of cool uh, nose art, and this one has the Twi'lek with uh, the trooper armor on the side. And I looked around, and I know there's writing there in the Arabish that uh, Lucas uses all the time, but I couldn't find what it actually meant. There's also slated another gunship with a different art that's going to have a... Um, What's Jabba the Hutt's little monkey thing? Ah, it's Salacious Crumb? Like, yeah, Salacious Crumb. He's like a, a lot. I don't know. He's some kind of blank monkey. But anyways, his... Space monkey. Yeah, there you go. His <laughs> uh, has the same kind of writing, but his actually means laugh this off, and he's holding a big bomb. So that one's pretty cool. Well, I love the nose art. You know, it definitely goes to showing the customization. I've already got my Clone Wars and the Space Whale deco, so... He digs the Space Whale. Like, every time he sees the Space Whale, oh, look, it's the Space Whale! <laughs> oh, I gotta get that! So, space quickly becoming a bigger and bigger concern. I don't know if I can have two gunships that are essentially the exact same thing. But with different art, sweetie. <laughs> Come on. And like different and different deco. Repack. Kind of. <laughs> so the next new things we saw in the store is uh, I believe these are wave four of Transformers Animated. It's Elite Guard Bumblebee, which is just a repaint of the standard animated Bumblebee. But in his colors, if he had actually made it through the uh, Transformers Academy or <laughs> Autobot Academy. So, and along with him, we got to see Sentinel Prime, everybody's favorite jackass. And while I hate Sentinel Prime in the cartoon, you know, whether they're trying to make him be an ass or not, I don't like that he's an ass. The one thing that may make me have to get this is, one, it's a pickup truck, and I love pickup truck transformers, and two, he has a lightsaber. Oh, <laughs> so, so what makes him an ass? Like, does he just say some real asshole-ish things? Does he do real ass? Because I see he's an Autobot, Autobot, right? Yep. So is he like the hoity-toity type? I'm better than everybody, Autobot, or is he? What What does he do? What Why is he an ass? Let's Let's talk about this. Well, Mrs. McFavorite, if you would watch the cartoon with me, like I don't I do cartoons. <laughs> like I beg you to, that uh, you would know. But essentially, he is just an elitist. Uh, Prime and all of the other Autobots that are the focus of the story are uh, space bridge mechanics, and he's a ranking military officer. So he essentially just talks down, and there's some kind of history there between him and Prime, and they just haven't explored it further. And 
I don't know enough of my Transformers EU to know if it's based on anything from the comics or, you know, uh, from canon. Slacker. I know. <laughs> hey, I'm starting to collect all the comics, and I just got to find time to read them. So, and next I got to see, and these were actually at the same Walmart, they had the repack wave of G.I. Joe. And what this is is essentially a wave uh, full of the most popular characters that if you missed them the first time during the 25th anniversary, they're packing them all into a new case to give you a second shot at them. No, it's the, we made so much money on these figures, let's make more. (laughs) So with it, you've got Cobra Commander, which I don't know how you could have missed him in his military mask. Uh, So not the hood. Uh, uh, First version, Storm Shadow, Gung Ho, Scarlet, Duke, Roadblock. And first version, Snake Eyes in all black and Destro. So... Essentially, these are were all part of the five packs, and they're kind of the core of the line. I saw all of them except for the Storm Shadow. I think also in that pack, even though this case breakdown isn't showing it, is uh, the Destro is actually the Iron. Uh, I want to say Grenadier, Grenader. I like Destro. That's a cool name, plus that, you know, silver head. That's hot. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's cool. It is. It's very cool. And uh, I think I read somewhere that his name originally uh, was made from Shortening Destroy. So that's even kind of cooler. So, uh, let's see. Next up, uh, well, this was actually just spotted online until tonight. The Kmart exclusive Transformers Minicon 12 pack showed up at Kmart.com and was cited in one of the in a retail store as well. Being a Minicon fanatic, and actually not really Minicon, but originally MicroMasters, but just like in that whole paradigm of a ultra small figure that's transformable. I, of course, ran out tonight before the podcast and checked our, the two closest local Kmarts, and I scored my 12-pack. And I'm excited because that's one less thing I have to go on a toy run with him for. <laughs> so the box of this is incredible. If you haven't seen it, let's see, we're pulling up the website right now. When they give you pictures, you click the view larger picture, and it's like slightly larger. So you really still can't see shit. Yeah, on Kmart.com, they don't have pictures of the package, but you could see at least all the minicons in their robot and alt modes. That one with the wings, is that like a dragon or something, or what is that supposed to be? Is yes, that supposed to be a dragon? It is a dragon. See, now that one I like. Well, see, and they also had uh, with the dragon... They had like oh. another like pterodactyl style. Well, they had they had a Dinobots wave, which of course was one of my favorites. That See, now had, that one would be cool. Had a, a T Rex, a Triceratops, and a pterodactyl. But I forget the the dragon came with uh, like a little lion 
which was one of the exclusives during BotCon this year. Me likey the lions. And something else. It's more like a dog. Eh, like anyway. Said, we need to do more research Tangent. before <laughs> we do this. Okay. And the next thing that was spotted, uh, which I didn't get to see tonight on my short little toy run, is a Cybertron.com member spots Ironhide and Sideswipe in Sandy, Utah. Uh, this definitely seems like a pattern, uh, at least with the Utah seemed to have been the first place that animated was spotted, the first place that the first wave of universe was spotted. So I don't know what's going on out there, if there's just a pretty progressive Walmart or something out there. That's... Or not too many collectors are out there, so they're still on the shelves. Well, see, so you'd think it'd be the opposite. The more collectors you would have, the faster the stock would get wiped out, the faster they would restock. So the store that was Unless restocking faster Unless if they were one of those stores that just newest. takes all their cases and tosses them on the shelves, which we've seen quite a bit. That's where true. They put them all the way down their aisles, all the way on the end caps, and then even in the, what do they call the ones that, that are like in the middle of the walkway? Islands. Islands. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so, yeah, they uh, uh, she spotted those two with no signs of... With no signs of, what was the other one? Silver Streak. But, all right. Uh, moving on with our store report and in the ads. This week, there wasn't really uh, any good sales. There was one uh, Four Greatest Franchise sales advertised at Toys R Us. They are offering the Sigma 6 Ultimate Soldier Duke. Um, and essentially, so that's their eight inch line. And he's the one that came with the big ass gun, uh, with any purchase of 1999 or more with 1999. Let's see, you could buy the, uh, Toys R Us exclusive night watch Cobra pack or the, or the, Snake Eyes with Red Ninja Warriors Battle Pack. You could also get uh, two of the Leaders Packs, which are the three packs, either the Cobra, the Crimson, or the Joe Packs. So if you have any interest in picking those up, you'll get a free crappy Sigma 6 figure with a big-ass gun. Uh now, not necessarily in the ads, but something I just had to take a picture of. And anything that we see in a store, we'll post a picture online. Granted, it's with our crappy Motorola Q9C camera phones. So you, you don't Product really... plug. <laughs> yeah. I, I love my phone. I absolutely love it. Mrs. McFavorite doesn't necessarily love hers. Once again, it's too smart of a phone for me. Uh, but I see some of the pictures that, uh, like Arnie with Swan takes with his, uh, iPhone camera and I compare him to mine and our camera sucks dick. That's for sure. Uh, but we will take pictures being a web designer. I can add a little bit of color correction. So when you see these online, just 
be aware that they have been color corrected and that's still how shitty a picture it is. So this is the funniest thing I well, it's not one of the funniest things I think I've seen, but it's still pretty goddamn funny. It's a big old price cut sign next to a was ten ninety nine. Now nine ninety nine. Wow, a whole freaking dollar, huh? Wow, you're really pushing it there. Target is that Target? Yep. Yeah, you're really pushing it there, Target. Come on. Really? Really? All right. Really? A dollar, huh? Well, let's see. And a normal price cut would definitely be welcomed, especially like Walmart's price cut from 10 bucks on their deluxes to 7.77. But the the funniest thing, the funniest thing about this price cut is that these figures were 9.99 for the last year. <laughs> they raised them to 10.99 when the new universe line came out like two months ago <laughs> and now they just dropped them back down to where they used to be and they're calling it a price cut so okay. they were literally 10.99 for a month two months tops now they're right back to where they were for a year and these are on the movies toys these aren't universe or animated these are the movie toys they should be trying to get these out of their store as fast as they can they've just been clogging the pegs Again, a dollar. Really? Really? And then you went back to your original price? I'm going to take from SNL right now in the weekend update and say, really? 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 All right. Thank you, Amy Poehler and Seth Meyers. All right. That's it for the store report. We'll be right back after these messages. Introducing Zartan. Zartan changes color and sunlight. There's Zartan. He's escaping in the chameleon. Let's go get him. Yo, Joe. But Zartan has a disguise. Where's Zartan? I don't know any Zartan. Zartan changes color and sunlight, and Zartan comes with the chameleon. Other figures and equipment each sold separately. All right, next up is our online report. Uh, Before we did just pre-orders, but I think we're going to switch this up and do uh, new items posted online and pre-orders. So first off is Target and their exclusive Springer and Ratbat and Roadbuster and Dirge comic packs. Once again, I would love to have the job of naming these toys. (laughs) Or characters, actually. I'm sorry. So uh, from G1 frame, Springer was the triple changer. He was a helicopter and I believe a car. And then Ratbat was one of Soundwave's cassettes. So let's see. These are actually not available yet, but you can plug your email address in there. And you, once they are in stock and ready for order, I believe that let's see the rat bat is a remold or a repack um i have a armada mold and i'm not sure what the springer is but i don't think it's a triple changer let me see here yeah it looks like it's just the helicopter mold and looks like it may be the same one they've been using for evac um from the 25th 
fifth anniversary. Um, but again, uh, email us to yell at, yell at us. That's slick at openyourtoys.com because we don't know our EU well enough. All right. The Roadbuster. I have no idea who Roadbuster is whatsoever. And then a dir- dirge, of course, is one of the Conehead Seekers from G1. I had to laugh. When I was reading all the show notes and everything, I saw dirge. I'm like, oh, this is a Star Wars thing. Because dirge from the Clone Wars cartoon. <laughs> and it wasn't. It was Transformers. And I was disappointed. <laughs> Close. They're both blue ish uh so let's see here and i'm just trying to see these of course being comic packs both come with comics and maybe i'll have to pick those up just so i can read the comics so i can figure out who the hell roadbuster is again to yell at me it is slick at openyourtoys.com or if you'd like to yell at him through me and i will Yell at him if you'd like me to. That is the missus at openyourtoys.com. T H E M R S dot com. Or at openyourtoys.com. Yeah. Close. Um, <laughs> also uh, posted but not in stock right now is the new Star Wars exclusive battle packs. These are the Clone Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi and the 212th Attack Battalion Clone Troopers, which are essentially Cody's troops, and Yoda and the Coruscant Guard. Okay, this one pisses me off. Pisses me off. I, well, not to no end, but it's really aggravating because I'm, I get really aggravated with uh, repacks. And so I saw this, I'm like, cool, Yoda, Coruscant, da 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 And I'm like, that is the same goddamn Yoda that I have, one, in a package, and two, open, sitting on my desk at work. It's freaking retarded. Are you kidding me? You can't come up with a cooler Yoda to put into a... I mean, it's a super cool pack, but you had to put in an old... Er, and it's not even an old Yoda. It's the one that just came out a couple freaking months ago. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I was I was pretty disappointed to see that this is actually the Yoda with the uh, the play gimmick, the firing force ball. They have said that they are going to release another Yoda that doesn't have that in the Clone Wars line. So I I'm, I'm actually really torn. I love clone repaints, and while Cody's men are one thing, these Coruscant Coruscant guards are actually really cool. Commander Fox was definitely my favorite figure out of the first release of the Clone Wars figures. So I probably will end up with these. Maybe what I'll do is I'll buy it, uh, grab one of the clones, and then uh, put the rest up for sale or something. Um, Just because I I don't need that many of them, but I definitely got to get one of them to be with my commander fox which is still aggravating (laughs) which is kind of odd because these are the clones that you see in the first episode of the clone wars but the commander was wasn't commander fox is lieutenant thyre so i'm waiting i would love to see a figure of commander thyre because i liked the the 
cool like goggle little visor things that he had as opposed to well i guess commander fox had it too i'm bad with names so i don't know who you're talking about mrs mcfavorite sucks <laughs> damn it and i don't have a witty comeback that really pisses me off mrs mcfavorite has had too much to drink sparks it's all about the sparks all right. Uh, next up, there is pre-orders for the new Sunstorm up at Big Bad Toy Store. Uh, Sunstorm is essentially a repaint of the G1 uh, G1 Seeker mold. And let's see. I actually the link I put on the show notes was for Wikipedia because I keep seeing Sunstorm because I. I do like the Seekers. I'm not addicted to them like some people are, but uh, I I always had heard Sunstorm, and I've seen it in several molds, and I actually have the Titanium Sunstorm just to complete my War Within collection. Uh, but it says, Sunstorm is the name of several fictional characters from the Transformer universes. Sunstorm always seems to be a Decepticon allied jet who is yellow or orange in color. Um, let's see, the profile included with this toy notes that Sunstorm was created with a built-in fusion reactor which perpetually runs at higher than normal efficiency, which he can use as a weapon, enabling him to generate intense light and heat or powerful electromagnetic waves. Watch out, y'all. <laughs> he can't actually shut off these waves, making him something of a pariah, even amongst his fellow Decepticons, who believes he is insane anyways. So, <laughs> I definitely, you know, as much as I love the Seekers, I, you know, it is an eHobby Japan exclusive. So, after you talk about all of the taxes and everything, I think BBTS has it for like sixty nine ninety nine plus shipping. Little much to pay for a repaint of a $35 figure, for me at least. And those of you who really aren't into Transformers or are just getting into it, I do have to suggest reading their little bios because that's what makes the toy and... <laughs> They're actually hilarious. Just like the way how they put emphasis on things or the the exclamations that they put into it. It's it's very, very cute. It just makes you go off. Yeah, if for some reason you're listening to us just because you collect toys and and you're really not concerning yourself with background story, that that's perfectly okay, but you you really are missing out in part of the value of the toys. Now, read that in your package, top to bottom. The coming soon figures, the you know the little uh, call out bursts with you know now featuring special action movement. You know, just <laughs> I, again, it's it's definitely the designer in me, but the packaging is probably one of the things I like the most about collecting toys. Is that it's just. The imagination and especially the creative writing for the bios is just amazing on the Transformers, on G.I. Joe, 
Uh, Star Wars is a little bit more predictable because it's essentially based on, you know, a movie and that kind of thing. But for some of the EU stuff, it's, it's, it's really, it's really quite good. All right. Uh, next up, then at Entertainment Earth, they posted a pre-order for Transformers Universe Legends Wave 5, which, um, I am, again, same thing along the MicroMasters and Minicons. I am a Legends fanatic. Something about the small scale that I definitely love. And this one is great for G1 fans. Uh, this is a straight send-up for us. Bless you. <laughs> if you haven't heard this before, this is Mrs. McFavorite. She sneezes seven to nine times on an average. That was me holding back. Sorry, guys. I sneeze a lot. <laughs> uh, but this case will feature, and, and again, this is for the case. You can, out, you can buy just a set as well. It's four different figures. It's Cosmos, Rodimus, Wheelie, and Warpath. Uh, these were first debuted in the Transformers Collecting Club magazine. The Cosmos is really cool. It's very sleek. It's it almost looks more like it almost looks more like a uh, ID4 Independence Day uh, mold. The Rodimus is really cool for being a Legends. I know a lot of people are kind of pissed that he's a Legends, but we just got him in the Classic line. There's no reason to put him in the Universe line. Uh, Wheelie, while albeit, albeit <laughs> the Jar Jar Binks of the Transformers universe, oh, uh, looks really cool. For that character. Well, and you, he's, uh, you watched the movie, I made you watch the movie, and he's the, he's the little orange guy that always talks and rhymes, like, Oh, why are you show? Ringing no more bell. Ringing no more. <laughs> Ringing any bells? No? Okay. Anyways. Yeah, I was drunk watching that one, too. <laughs> Again. God loves sparks. <laughs> And then uh, Warpath, which I, I Warpath was one of my favorite figures from back in the day. It's one of the ones I actually had, even though I didn't have very many. And uh, I really dislike this remold of it. I don't like how his arms are two separate. His extremities, his legs and arms are two different sets of tracks. I think they could have done something much cooler, but... Hey, we're getting a war path, and that's all that matters to me. Um, next up is Entertainment Earth also posted pre-orders for the Clone Wars Battle Packs Wave 5. And um, this was the previously revealed Millennium Falcon Passengers Battle Pack, which... Uh, is a repack of every character. No, I don't know if these are repacks. Um, R2 is always difficult to see if he's a new, but that's it's definitely a new bin. It's oh, like yeah, a super a art, articulated old bin. Um, I think the Luke is a repack from uh, 30th Anniversary Farm Boy Luke with a new head. 
Uh, and the C-3PO looks like a repack, but again, he's kind of like R2. It's kind of hard to tell if he's a repack or not. Yeah, it goes back to the Darth Vader and everything. It's kind of hard to make those different. And it, it's it's more just shading and articulation. Well, R2-T2, there is no articulation, but shading on R2, articulation on 3PO, and Vader's Vader. <laughs> so... If you have a Millennium Falcon, I think this is, you know, a definite necessity for you. If you have these figures and you're fine sticking them inside your Millennium Falcon already, then cool. The big news of this, and this kind of came out of nowhere, which in this day and age with all of the leaks that go on, it's amazing that this stuff actually happens. Um, But from out of nowhere, a pre-order was placed for a AT. T-E, Assault Squadron. Um, there's, I wasn't able to find any information about this besides a whole bunch of people saying, hey, this is on Entertainment Earth. What the hell is this? I even listened to Entertainment Earth's podcast, which you should do. It's actually one of the main uh, inspirations for our podcast, even though they're actually able to keep theirs to like... 15, 20 minutes. But, uh, I like to talk. We're talkers. <laughs> uh, Adam Paulus, well, it's also done by one person. You know, if there's no discussion going on, you can haul through these pretty quick. But Unless if you're slick, then it'll go from an hour, 45 minutes to an hour. <laughs> so, uh, even Adam Paulus, which he works at Entertainment Earth, the web guy, because um, he's always talking about uh, posting new product and uh, doing the videos for the website, he doesn't even know what's going to be in this battle pack. So I'll, I'm really curious to see this. I don't have a Millennium Falcon yet. I think that's going to be one of those toys that are going to be like 50% off uh, Black Friday specials because ours are just, they're not moving here. Uh, But the ATT, on the other hand, I have two of those. Why wouldn't he? (laughs) And how many of the um, Rancors from Force Unleashed do you have? I have two of those as well. Only two? I thought you had more. No. No, just two. I have one to keep in my package and one to open up, which I haven't opened up. I uh, let you in a little bit of a uh, little bit of my collecting habits. Is as I see things, I buy them. If they are on sale, I will return the ones I paid for full price, and then keep the ones that I got on sale. And then I have a opening closet. That's right. Since I have a toy room. I have an opening closet. In this closet lies stacks and stacks of toys that I've bought as openers. We'll make sure that we post pictures of this closet. (laughs) It's filled almost to the top with toys that will eventually be opened, and I just haven't gotten there yet. It's because we don't have a big enough house for it yet. Not enough shelf space. Our walls literally have no more room. <laughs> I think we just need to eliminate some of our posters oh, and replace no. them <laughs> um, We'll eventually be doing uh, Show Us Your Shit. And uh, 
So we'll take pictures of our stuff, and then we'll have use of your stuff, and we'll everybody will get to see everybody's shit. Won't that be fun? Yes, because we all want to see everybody's shit. So, <laughs> last up, <laughs> on that note, uh, Big Bad Toy Store, and again, this kind of coincides with uh, it coincides with Entertainment Earth as well has posted a lot of new uh, animated and universe pre-orders. Um, you've got Overload and Leo Prime, The Way 5 of the Legends, of course, Roadbuster Ultra Magnus, which is just a repaint of the leader class animated Ultra Magnus, uh, Atomic Lugnut, which I, I don't know if they have pictures of this or not. Let me see here. Because I, yeah, no pictures yet. So I don't know what the atomic lug nut is. And, <laughs> yeah, our internet tonight is just, sorry, I'm sure you've heard an uncomfortable amount of pauses. And it's just because our internet connection is just jacked the hell up. It's Comcastic. <laughs> no, really, I do. I like Comcast. I really can't complain. I've had Comcast or whatever it was before Comcast. I've had cable my whole life and nothing but regular cable as opposed to DSL or satellite. So I can't complain about Comcast, but you just got to say it's Comcastic. <laughs> so, and the last one and probably the most popular one was Retgar. And Retgar is... Uh, course weird al from the original movie he reprised his role in the Woo! animated series i i much more liked him as a motorcycle i thought the movie is ultra cool how the junkions would uh dare to be stupid <laughs> they would <laughs> <laughs> uh how they would transform get knocked down the one that was riding the other one would transform in the motorcycle and the other guy would jump onto him uh, you know, looking now, uh, looking now, we, you know, that's that's a little bit strange, but you know, these are still toys. Get your mind out of the gutter, Miss McFavorite. Oh, I'm gutter tastic. <laughs> uh, but it looks like the pre the the pre sale or uh, pre order is already sold out on BBTS. No worries. This is going to be a mass market release. You know, that's just the collectors being super juiced about Retgar like we are. Um, I didn't really like how he was an animated dump truck in the series, but hey, that was probably one of my favorite episodes. And mainly that's because I got to see it at BotCon three weeks before everybody else that wasn't at BotCon. Like me. <laughs> Yes, I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but Miss McFavorite will probably be at BotCon this year. So uh, anybody listening at that time will definitely be doing something at BotCon, a dinner or something like that. So you can look forward to that. Uh, lastly, on the online section, we've got sales and promos. Perhaps the biggest one and something, if you're not aware of, that happens, you definitely need to be. I actually save a lot of my purchases for this time 
I'll actually be taking quite a few of my store purchases back after this. <laughs> but uh, Hasbro Toy Shop announced their fall promo. Uh, this is they do these usually in the fall and the spring. And what they do is this is supposed to be a friends and family code, but I would say since we spend so much money with Hasbro, we could be considered family. You get 20% off anything, I was going to say in stock, but it's actually thing, things that are not in stock as well because I pre-ordered my Cyclonus. Uh, it's 20% off and free shipping. So at least here in Colorado, we don't get taxed. I know there are several states, including I think Cincinnati, uh, that do get taxed on Hasbro shipments. But so 20% off, no tax, which ours is 8% here. So we're actually getting 20% off our retail prices and free shipping. So you can't really beat that. I, I can't even think of a Target sale. Sometimes Toys R Us does buy two, get one free, which would be 33% off. But even then, Toys R Us is overpriced and you have to pay tax. So um, I definitely, I completed all my remaining waves, (laughs) all my future remaining waves that they had at least. Um, there, there are some exceptions to this. They do exclude, uh, and they only started doing these recently, which kind of pissed me off, was they're now excluding G.I. Joe and Star Wars protective cases. Because if you've ever tried to order these, they used to be 10 bucks a piece, and the shipping was $6 on them. No matter how many you ordered, it, it'd always be like still five to six bucks extra. You could order 10 of them and the shipping would be 60 bucks on them. Um, now they're even more ridiculous and I don't even suggest getting them through them. Get ProTech or something like that. But now they're 15 bucks and they're still excluded from the promotion. Wait, so, 15 bucks a piece or 15 bucks for a case? Uh, I'm sorry, for a 10 pack. Okay. So you get 10, so it makes them a buck 50 a piece. Which, On top of your $67 figure. It's, exactly. It's really not worth it. And I do have to add in a side note, as much as I make fun of Slick about all this shit, this is a section that you really want to pay attention to when it comes to his talking because he, and he's going to smack me for saying this, but he really is the coupon king. He knows how to find the deals and he knows he knows how to really help a pocketbook out. So those of you who are, who are true collectors who really want to do it but just have a hard time making ends meet or just have a hard time validating that purchase, listen to Slick and he'll really help you out to complete your collection and save a few bucks because I know he saved me a few bucks on some of the things that I really, really wanted and he can help save you too. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely... Constantly on the lookout. Like I say, Mrs. McFavorite's big thing are Galactic Heroes. So we, you know, when I first see the Target exclusives and things like that, we we grab them the first time we see them. Because like the Java set, you never know when you're going to see them again. Of course, you saw them about a year later. Anyways, um, but then they get clearance, you know. So buy them at clearance and return them and return them at... 
return your full price ones. You've got 90 days. You've literally got 90 days to find a better price. Now, Target and them won't price match on things 90 days, and I think they only price match at like two weeks now. But who cares? You can take your toys back. You're not doing any harm by buying your toys at $10 retail, finding them for $7 later on, and returning your $10 ones, you know? That is, that's, of course, if you're... Well, and see, even if you take them out of package, keep your receipt, buy the new one, take the new one back, even though you've opened up the old one. You know, there, there's lots of little ways that you can stay within the law, you know... I, I'm not condoning, you know, performing any kind of fraud, even though I have, and I'll actually tell you about one way to do it right now Don't. or in a second. But, uh, <laughs> you know, there's lots of ways around paying retail, especially when you invest the kind of money I do. You know, I invest five to $8,000 a year in toys. That is not chump change. That, I mean, that is literally, if I were to, lease a car that would be a mercedes you know but i drive a shitty ass jeep because i enjoy my toys so now my little hint on how you could <laughs> you could actually perform fraud if you would like to no and let's or, not go there. hey stop uh if you clip the coupons from the transformers uh, i'm not aiding and abetting by the way I'm going to tell you how to do it legally, and I'll also tell you how I've been being doing it not so legally. Uh, the Transformers coupon, the $5 off $19.99 or more on animated toys that were on the Burger King, or was it? No, McDonald's, sorry. McDonald's Happy Meals. When you scan those at Walmart or Target, they'll actually scan against anything. So if you're paying attention, you could literally buy $20 in G.I. Joe or $20 in Legos or $20. I mean, you could literally, by not paying close enough attention, you can scan that coupon and it'll just automatically add 5 bucks off. Now, the now let's clarify. Is this off of anything or does this go towards toys? Uh, it's off anything, actually. Anything in the store. It literally, the coupon just scans at five bucks off. You could buy a $1 thing and it'll give it to you free because it's five bucks off. Well, shit, if I knew that. Well, see, and, that, and this is what comes to the fraudulent part. Um, what you can do is if you go through a you check it line... You can scan that coupon, enter it. It says put the coupon in the little box. Well, all all it is is a little eye that detects a piece of paper going into that little box. So you can just as easily just put anything you want in there. I put I put coupons equal to five bucks. So we put cigarette coupons in there because back from our smoker days. When we signed up for the coupons, we still get the coupons. So we know that the stores, when they get them, they they send them in for their reimbursement. So while it's still not cool... <laughs> I, I'm still buying Transformers. I'm, I've, I've tested it on G.I. Joe and Transformers, but I'm still buying Transformers. You know, 
it, it's just one of those things. And there's a big debacle with this with Target stores as well. Is Target put out this coupon that was an online coupon that was five dollars off, twenty five dollars in the toy department. So for the longest time. All my Target was using this coupon on. I would literally buy toys up to $25. So they were getting a little bit more of my money, um, but I was using this coupon every time. The fucked up thing is, is people blanked out the toy part and blanked out the text of the toy. So they made this coupon read $5 off a purchase of $25 or more. So... There was some like uh, figure sent out that that this was emailed to eighty five thousand people to be used once, and when they discontinued the fraudulent, uh, discontinued it for fraudulent use, that uh, that it had been used somewhere like two to three hundred thousand times. Oh my god! <laughs> so, and I'm guilty of that. I literally use that coupon about 23 different times. But look at that. I mean, so I had to buy $25 worth of stuff and I got five bucks off and I usually did it right at 25 bucks. But if I used it 23 different times, I mean, I'm spending like $600 and I'm getting, and I'm getting, you know, a hundred bucks off. So I have a thing about sticking it to the man, and I will do so on a regular basis. And listen to me if you want to hear how to. For those of you crony, you know, Target execs or, you know, Target execs assistants and Walmart assistants, people who are listening to this to try to catch people like us, we just want to save some money on some shit that's overpriced. Protect your neck, man. I mean, make it... There are very easy ways to protect against this. Don't have coupons be easily scannable. Don't have coupons. And and it's horrible. And there's people out there that are just like, you know, we're the few bad apples ruining it for everybody. All we're trying to do is save a buck here and there, you know. While still giving, while we're saving a buck, we're still giving you 15. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, next up is this week's StarWarsShop.com Weekly 6. Um, when this first debuted, it was like, wow. I mean, they had things, they had things that collectors would want for half off or more. I mean, they're just amazing sales. And ever since, the sales have been pretty freaking shitty, in my opinion. Um, but we're going to go over these each week. First up is Clone Wars C-3PO character key. Say that last week we had gotten into a little station about whether or not when C-3PO in the Clone Wars cartoon, um, when he first got his gold plating on whether or not his leg was silver or gold at that point, I went, I watched the cartoon, and, of course, when they, they stop right at the knee. But they stop just enough, and I'm really wrong. From where it was, it looks like that his leg was, both of his legs there. While it still doesn't show his leg, silver or gold, I, both of them are gold. And I'm hating that I have to say that I was wrong. 
And she can also see in the enlarged version of the Clone Wars character key, which is the artist's rendering, that both of his legs are gold. And if you hadn't noticed the tone in that, he is rubbing it in. Because <laughs> he doesn't hear me say I'm wrong that often. Because even when I'm wrong, I won't ever say that I'm wrong. Because I'm never wrong. Because I'm a girl. Okay. And that's right. And now, <laughs> as you can tell, this is going to be kind of par for the course as we get later and later into the podcast. It means we've been drinking more and more. All right, so on with the rest of the Star Wars Weekly 6. You've got a Samuel L. Jackson signed 8 by 10 It looks like the scene where he's trying to shove his lightsaber down Sidious's throat. Um, you're saving wow. 33% there. That's a visual. <laughs> you've, got the, you've got the full grain leather such. I can see if you went to C4 how this might be interesting, like other exclusives, and you want to remember it now, but being that we didn't get to go, um, Clone Wars, Trooper Bobblehead, eh, Bob's. He's kind of in a cute, is it, is he in a cute, isn't he, I'm sorry, let me try that again. Is he in a stance, or is it just the way how how big his head is? It looks like he's just standing funny. No, he's like in a kneeling stance with his See, gun. Now, he's all brushing it off, and I'm not big on bobbleheads either, but the stance is cool. I like the stance. The stance... Most bobbleheads you see, they're just standing there all, er, look, I've got a big head, and it bounces. This one, he's got... He's posing, and I, I like that. I can respect that, but I... I Still don't like bobbleheads. Yeah, I'll stick with my McDonald's bobbleheads. Oh, I'm so tired of McDonald's from those stupid bobbleheads. Uh, rounding out the bunch is the exclusive Legacy Volume 1 uh, arc, Broken. And this one's actually pretty cool because, at least initially... This was the only time they had released the first arc in the Legacy series as a hard copy. This was actually re-released in a Greatest Hits or something, uh, all hard, all hardcover trade paper, which is kind of weird that you call it trade paperback, but hardcover graphic novel of that first arc. So it's half off. That's a pretty good deal. And then you've got the Snow Bunny Padme 3D Lenticular. And I actually, I listened to Swan this last week and they were talking about these. And Arnie actually bought these and and, uh, Lenticular uh, poster. I'd love to see the shift in it because from what it looks like, it does look like it'd be pretty crappy poster. So for newbies and for people like me who don't know what lenticular means, what's lenticular? Oh, sorry. Lenticular is essentially the, uh, is a raised plastic film that they put over posters. It's usually done in a triangle. So when you move it left to right or up and down, the picture changes. So it's kind of like, um... Yeah, I'm it, sorry. It's like those things that words. you can put your nails across and they go... Oh, like the 3D pictures yeah, three, where yeah, th- yeah, it's you move 3D it and like eyes follow poster. you. Yeah. 
Oh, I can't believe I didn't know what that means. Anyway. <laughs> so that, those were the weekly six. And moving on because those were crappy. Uh, the picture itself was cool, but maybe the poster's not all that great. Yeah, I mean, it's still animated Clone Wars, which is probably my most favorite EU property. Well, and I guess you don't really consider it EU because it was Lucas uh, proved so it'd be canon. But outside of the movies, it's probably my most favorite, uh, my most favorite Star Wars edition series, whatever you want to call it. That and I'm partial to the Snow Bunny. <laughs> uh, so next, which was a big sale, but I've been kind of looking at it now, and a lot of the good shit's gone, is Entertainment's Earth's Not Mint Sale. So if you didn't know this, Entertainment Earth is really cool in that it guarantees mint condition, at least if you're a consumer. So what that means is if you get your toy and the bubble has a crease, the card has a bend, you can send it back and they'll replace it, which is very cool for mint and package collectors. Uh, So every once in a while, and I'm talking about maybe once a year, they have a not mint sale. And this is where the toy inside is perfectly fine but they don't guarantee the packaging whatsoever. So it even states that this could be as minor as, you know, just a minor crease in the card, or this could mean that the box is completely crushed, but the toy inside is okay. Oh, one of those perfect things that you could, you know, advertise through (laughs) openyourtoys.com. But uh, what makes the cool thing is, is, this is the first time, usually they do kind of graded, like if if it's just got a little bend, it's this much off, or if it's really destroyed, it's this much off. This is the first time they did 50% across the board, and like I say, a lot of the good shit sold out, but they had uh, the new uh, Ultra Magnus anima- animated leader class for 30 bucks instead of 60 so even off of your uh like walmart price that's still 10 bucks off their price and if you're gonna open it who gives a shit about the package you know they had attes for 60 bucks which is still 40 bucks off your walmart price that's still pretty good which you'll hear me say walmart walmart is essentially whether you agree with their business ethics or not walmart is essentially the cheapest not on sale retail that you can get any toys so it's it's kind of my barometer of how i measure all of my toys if toys r us has a sale buy one get one half off and it's still not cheaper than walmart what the fuck do i care you know unless if they're toys r us exclusives then of course you know We'll be at Toys R Us. (laughs) Exclusives are a different situation. Like I say, I had my 12-pack Minicon. I used a 10% off coupon tonight. And Uh, every Toys R Us, much, many a Toys. Never mind. Sorry, I was saying something else. 
All right. That's it for our online segment. We thought we were going to get this under an hour. We're rocking it about an hour and 15 minutes now. Uh, all we've got left is the grab bag. So we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Peace. What do we have here? It's Castle Grayskull. And it's mine. That's so fast, Beastman. He-Man! You can pit He-Man against Beastman playing for the power of Castle Grayskull. You have to put the castle together. Beastman's escaping. What's wrong, Dad? Dad, you saved the castle. Castle Grayskull from the Masters of the Universe collection. He-Man and Beastman each sold separately from Mattel. All right, we hope you enjoyed that commercial break. Uh, normally, we'd be doing a weekly toy review, and we've also talked about maybe doing a weekly uh, cartoon episode review. And finally, listener feedback and questions. But uh, considering we're running this long so far, we'll probably leave the toy review until we can uh get a more stable format at least where we're not running as long uh weekly episode we really want to get someone else involved with that so we've got a three-way on that okay that was slightly inappropriate (laughs) but we we do actually kind of have somebody hooking us up we uh actually next weekend we'll be watching a space balls animated marathon at my good friend from work greg rowe what up homie um, so as soon as we go through that great fun time, we will be letting you know how wonderful that show is or is not. I'm hoping it is because Spaceballs is one of my childhood all-time favorite movies. And there's been mixed reviews of it online. Some people say they hate it. Uh, some people say it's brilliant. Um, we'll be making our judgments this weekend, so we'll let you know on the next podcast uh, and then, of course, listener and feedback questions, uh, we don't have any yet because we probably don't have any listeners yet. So uh, that'll come with time. But definitely with the progression of the show and everything, please let us know what you like, don't like. Commentary that I make, he makes, the way he says things, the way how I say things, interjections, whatever. Let us know because, you know, we think we're being cool, but... You never know. We actually may not be because, surprise, surprise, we think we're cool and we may not be. Or actually we're not, but we like to think we are. I was going to say, Mrs. McFavorite thinks she's cool. I'm just being me. I'm awesome. (laughs) All right. So on to our last category, grab bag. This is essentially everything besides toys. Um, usually still has to do with uh, toys and or the franchises. But um, first up is Cybertron reports on a Cobra Rattler 25th anniversary Power Glide custom on eBay. Uh, so Miss McFavorite's probably looked at this before, but what we're going to do is I'm going to show her both molds here that this originated from and then uh i'll show her the ebay custom because this is probably one of the coolest things i've seen in a long time uh, and basically because i i really do like the power glide mold that they did for the 25th an- anniversary i just don't like that it's not power glides colors uh you know 
Power Glide is Maroon, and the Japanese release of this, of course. So if you want to pay twice to three times as much, you can get the Power Glide colors. Um, it's really cool, but the U.S. one just sucks, in my opinion. Um, and then the Cobra Rattler, of course. I love it. I picked up the Target exclusive. And, of course, here we go. We're having Internet issues today. Um Wow. Wow. Sorry, people. Okay. So first up, I'll show her the Cobra Rattler. And this is actually sitting in my room. So shouldn't be too much of a surprise for her. But so you can kind of see what this looks like here. But uh, yet that'll be another thing of show us your shit. His <laughs> office, there's no way in telling what he's got in there. Unless if you spend three hours looking at what he's got. What, what's horrible if... If it, it's what's safe is if it's sitting on the ground. That means I've gotten it in the last month or so. So, and there's a lot on the ground. <laughs> so there's a rattler, and it, it's actually some kind of real plane, but of course I don't know what it is. Okay, so there's the rattler. Okay. Okay, so then here's the power glide, and we're actually looking at Hasbro's. So we're looking at the U.S. release of it. So, you, so it's a different color. So you can kind of see the similarity. Well, but okay, let me let so me reiterate GI, this. So this do is they have the like GI the, Joe? But is it really blue? Like it shows yes. in the picture? Yes. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. It's a different color. Oh, okay. But it's also a different plane too. See, so you see the difference? Yeah. Okay, there? I see okay. that. One's more of like a World War uh, maybe two. Yeah. Plane, and this one's not. Okay. And then, so this is this guy's custom that he did. Oh, are you kidding me? Wow. I really like customs. There, There's going to be a lot of times within this series that I won't realize that it's a custom and I'll talk shit because they're so well done that I think that they're manufactured. Um, but once Slick calls me out and says that they're... Uh, hello, where's the word? Customs? Thank you, sorry. Um, when Slick calls me out and says that they are customs, that it, it really puts the picture in a different perspective. It, it, when I say that they're manufactured, it's just that they're so goddamn good. They're so well done that you can't tell that a person actually did it themselves. And I should actually have a pretty good eye for customs because I grew up with my dad building uh, World War II models and tanks and dioramas and shit like that. So you would think I'd have an eye for it, but I don't. But this is super tight. Yeah, so this is pretty incredible. So there's the the custom. I don't really like... So we went from... For those of you who aren't uh, following along with the pictures, the original picture is, like I said, it's a, it's about a World War II-ish type plane, and it's dark blue and whatnot. And then the next one that he showed me from Hasbro.com is, I don't even know what type of plane because I don't get into that. So it's a plane that's not like the other one, <laughs> and it's white and red. This one is dark gray with red uh, red markings on it, and it's just absolutely incredible. It really is. It's it's an amazing job. 
So let's see here. I'm ju- I'm just looking up what the actual plane is. See if they can modify. And you're taking too long doing it's that. It's a A10 Thunderbolt two. So again, if that those helps of you, you who not. are into <laughs> this type of stuff, please uh, write in whatever. Let us know what we're looking at because we're not big plane people. Oh, and there's a tiger force repaint of it that i definitely want oh uh, tiger force exciting. if you don't know is a subline and later in the gi <laughs> joe line where they actually uh stole cobra vehicles and did the cool like uh, customization paint and put the tiger stripes and faces on them but anyways so this this guy's custom is absolutely amazing um he uses a Cobra signal that I've seen before, but I'm not quite sure where it's from. It's it's the normal Cobra logo, and it has wings on it, and it looks more like bat or dragon wings as opposed to you know like bird wings. Um, so the whole thing's painted like a dark slate blue. It's got an amber clear po- cockpit um, on the in his robot mode. The Decepticon sign and the Cobra flying logo are kind of intermingled in its alt mode. It's got one of each on each of his wings, which I really don't like, actually, because it makes it less symmetrical. But um, He's all about symmetry. Yeah, again, another thing being a designer. You could uh, give a big middle finger to the speaker for that one. <laughs> But again, we're we're looking at a twenty five dollar toy, and this thing went for two hundred and seventy three dollars. And I would say that I wouldn't pay that much. Plus, then again, if I saw how much it was going for, I just wouldn't bid on it. But it definitely seems worth the price. It it's incredible. It's but absolutely amazing. Yeah, I mean, you compare these to you compare these to uh, statues or something that you know people are paying two hundred to two hundred and fifty bucks for premium format, you know, uh, sideshow figures or you know, or for deluxe gentle giant figures. So it's it's kind of like our Grimlock from last week. It it is definitely worth the price if you're willing to be that type of collector me i'm not um let's see it got 20 uh, 2500 almost 2600 hits um so again just amazing again we're kind of running long here Let, let's let's move this we along. like a great artistry and people who do um customs like this that are true artists and we give them much props for it. All right. Next up in grab bag is Serial Geek releases a PDF sampler. If you're not familiar with Serial Geek, it is a UK magazine that is all about 80s animation. So you can imagine what kind of things they feature here. Uh, this one has a She-Ra on the cover. Uh, it has stories about Ghostbusters, He-Man, G.I. Joe, Transformers, and what it is, is it's a 100-page magazine. So picture 100 pages, no ads whatsoever. So it, it, it's completely uh, cover price 
funded. And from what I've heard, I haven't got a chance to go through mine yet, but from what I hear from people is the content is just amazing. There's tons of artists in it. Yeah, there was, I, I kind of flipped quickly through, so I, I can't say specific things, but they do have a lot of artwork in there that's that's really cool. I, I enjoy looking at the artwork. Um, the problem with it and the reason why I haven't gotten one yet is, again, it's, it's 15 bucks cover price, and because it's in the U.K., they only have one U.S. distributor, and that's through Graham Cracker Comics or something. I'm sure if you put Graham Cracker Comics in Google, you'll find it. Um, they're up to – they just released their fourth their fourth issue. So being a completist with stuff like this, if I get them, I'm going to have to get all four, which at 15 bucks a piece is 60 Then I think the shipping is something like 6 bucks on each issue. So it's really expensive, but – they did release this PDF, and what's really cool is you just uh, you can PayPal for it, and it turns out I think once the conversion was done, it was like four bucks, and it's a hundred pages, and it's all samples of the last four issues. So they have a Ghostbusters article and a few Transformers articles, and you know it's definitely worth you know worth the four bucks to take a look at it uh just even glancing through it as i have i will definitely be picking up the print issues the print at least it's said again i don't know but it's said that it's done on super gloss paper heavy stock so uh take a look at that you you can get to it i i believe it's just uh cereal or cereal as in what you eat colon geek.com uh, or no no colon that's just part of their logo so serialgeek.com so take a look at that definitely check it out it, it's it's really cool and I love fan art like this and in any kind of fan productions like this you should definitely be supporting you know you, you give enough money to the man you should really give back to your community Next up is something that I found really cool, being a uh, studying <laughs> karate master, uh, is the Cobra Kai ho- Halloween costume. Uh, <laughs> I saw this in a newsletter from ToyNK.com. These are the guys I picked up my uh, Ultra Magnus reissue from. Um, but this is actually really cool. It's It's got some pictures from the movie here, and then it shows some guy, <laughs> which I don't know if he's the owner or friend or something, but uh, it, it's got a guy in the outfit itself. Um, it, it's just really cool. It looks pretty authentic. I'm sure it's not as high quality as what was worn in the movie, but come on. you got to love Cobra Kai. Strike first, strike hard. No mercy, sir. <laughs> That's right. Wow, you you peeked out there. <laughs> I was really excited. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. And uh, you definitely want to sweep the leg with this one. So... Uh, finally, our last story here, now that we are, you know, we are an hour and a half. Damn, we have got to work on cutting this down. Uh, last is 
Clone Wars most watched premiere in Cartoon Network history. Is that a surprise? Um, actually, I think it is. I, the movie did so shitty. I didn't really think that they'd have this kind of premiere. But uh, TVWeek.com uh, broke the story. It's essentially just a news release about uh, this being the largest watched premiere in Cartoon Network's history. So, word up. I I like the series. Like I say, I hated the movie when I first went into it. I kind of got used to what the target market was and saw it from that point of view. And it's great. You know, the, the droids are mad annoying. Super uh, duper. Uber annoying. And the nicknames are just fucking ridiculous. But I really just don't like Ahsoka. I don't like her. I her persona is just not me. I, or I'm not sorry, not me. But I don't like her. Well, is it okay for Anakin to call her Snips? Yeah, I don't like the nicknames. Yeah, see, they're so. <laughs> they're, see, they're I like what... a, I like Ahsoka as a reflection of what Anakin was and or is as far as being impatient and wanting to fucking think out of the box. So I, I like that aspect of her character, but the nicknames, come on, it's it's got to go. Although I haven't noticed it too much in the TV series, I do have to say that during the movie, I really did kind of enjoy the sexual tension between Ahsoka and Anakin. That was actually very interesting, and I would love to hear other people's take on that, if they noticed it, if they didn't notice it, if it bothered them, if it didn't bother them, because that was something I found very, very comical, was that they actually gave those two sexual attention. Uh, I I didn't notice it. I think it's kind of weird. My wife thinks that 3D animations had sexual attention. Oh, my God. <laughs> Especially... Uh, uh, what I guess he'd be probably a twenty-year-old married man and a fourteen-year-old alien girl, but uh, and hey. a seven-year-old, a seven-year-old little slave boy was going after a fourteen-year-old <laughs> queen. I guess, I guess that's true. So, all right. On that note, uh, that is the end for the first true Open Your Toys cast episode one. I've been Slick McFavorite, slick at OpenYourToys.com. I'm Mrs. McFavorite. And uh, we'll figure out some kind of cool outro line. Uh, but for now, Slick, pace. This is the Mrs. Let us. <laughs>